What's up, everybody? This is Trey Biddy coming to you from Hog Sports Studio. Today, we're going to talk about Arkansas's 66 to 50 loss to the Florida Gators in the second round of the SEC tournament. We're going to discuss spring football, of course, but I wanted to get a little bit of reaction stuff. Go ahead and start adding your comments right now. We're going to get all to it. Obviously, very disappointing. 66-50 loss in a game that basically turned out like the last one. You just didn't have Arkansas playing very inspired there at the end and uh, got dominated on the boards 41-26, to uh, including 19-9 to on offensive rebounds. Uh, and there wasn't a significant difference in the turnover battle. Um, yeah, Arkansas shot 25% from the floor in the second half. 6-24. That's going to happen when you have guys like Gabe Osaboyan opening the half with a three-pointer after he opened the game with a three-pointer. Stop shooting three – well, it's, I mean, who knows what's happening with postseason play, but stop shooting three-pointers. You know, Mike kind of got onto a reporter the other day for asking about Gabe Osaboyan shooting three-pointers, and I agree with the reporter. Why is he shooting threes? Take a page from Nolan Richardson's book and stop – tell the kid to stop shooting three-pointers. Okay, that's not the only problem. I don't mean to pile on Gabe, although his stat line is 0 of 4 – three rebounds, you know, in 26 minutes of action. You have Gafford with 15 points and six rebounds. It's not enough out of Daniel Gafford, obviously. Uh, and it's not all his fault. It's because you've got guys like Gabe on the floor, other guys who can't shoot at the power forward, and you've got two guys on Daniel Gafford the entire game. So it's a struggle for him, especially against a talented team like Florida. Isaiah Joe with 12 points, the only two Razorbacks in double figures. Um Mason Jones looking for a foul. I thought he was fouled probably three times, but it looked like he was looking up, complaining about a foul shot or getting a foul like six different times. So quite disappointing. And I want to say this because there was a caller the other day on drive time that asked me what my area of expertise is, and I told him football. That's what I would consider my area of expertise. And he basically told me he tunes me out when it comes to basketball. And that's like saying that you can only know one thing, which is ignorant in my opinion. So I wanted, I wanted to bring this up real quick because I had this take. This is prior to the Auburn game this season, and nobody agreed with me. And first of all, I want to say that I've been covering Arkansas basketball for 15 years, okay? I've been watching Razorback basketball since I was a child. So it's not like I'm ignorant on Razorback basketball just because I say I know more about football. Uh, now I'm not going to get on here and talk about X's and O's and stuff. Yeah, my knowledge is limited on that kind of stuff. I'm not a, I'm not a basketball coach. Uh, but as far as trends and takes and throughout history, what's happened with Razorback basketball. So I just want to bring this up real quick. Here we go. You've been following Arkansas long enough to know that right when you think everything is out the window, they'll surprise you. And then right when you jump back on the bandwagon, they'll disappoint you again. Yeah, I mean, but this team is not like years past, Trey. I mean, you you had you had multiple weapons on, on the team that were consistent. And you've got multiple weapons on this team, but they're just not consistent on here. And you is look, that not exactly what I just said? No, I, and, and I, I know that's what you were saying, <laughs> but what I'm saying is that when you look at Auburn, Kentucky, Ole Miss, those aren't winnable games. Not not with what no. they're doing right now. A and M, yeah, that's that's a winnable game. Ole Was Miss, LSU a winnable game on the road? Ah, uh, no. A little bit of an outlier based on how they shot that night. I think it was a freak deal. I really all, all I'm all I'm saying is this team all season has they started off extremely strong. Then right before conference play, they hit a slump. Then they started to pick it up just before conference play. Then they hit a slump. Then they hit another little stretch where they were doing really well. And then now they're in another slump. And I'm just saying, it wouldn't surprise me at all to see them pick it back up again. 
and then completely fall apart again. I mean, it's just happened over and over this season. Well, and, and I think on those those little streaks where they won earlier this year, they were playing garbage teams. I mean, Georgia's not good. Vanderbilt's not no. good. I mean, Missouri is not good, even though they beat Arkansas. I mean, those were teams that they were able to get a little momentum and, and beat bad teams. Now, again, I'll point to the LSU game, and they probably should have won the Texas Tech game. I mean, it's not like they – got routed in that game on the road against a ranked team. You know, I mean, yeah. they have shown that they can play, and, and even in road games, they have shown that they can play well in road games at times for stretches. But at the same time, they also look completely lost at other times. I'm not saying that Arkansas is like going to put it together and surprise everybody. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying the most Arkansas thing ever is to put it together right when you think everything's falling apart and then to completely crumble again. I almost went to Nashville. I almost went to Nashville, and that was on February 19th, by the way. This was before they played Auburn and and got routed at Auburn, before the Kentucky game. It came ringing back, and I said, you know what? They're probably just going to disappoint. They're probably going to lose in the first round. Now, before the game, I'm thinking maybe they've got a shot to win this game, sure. But what's ringing in my head is just that trend of up and down, up and down, up and down, which is what we've seen all season. And unfortunately under Anderson, when it comes to SEC tournament time, most years they kind of flounder there at the end. So I didn't go to Nashville, and that was exactly why I didn't go to Nashville. Let's see what we got. We got some questions here. Obviously, Razorback fans have a complete reason to be frustrated with this team right now. And I'll tell you a big problem of it. They started feeling good after that Ole Miss game. When this team starts feeling good about it, when they start feeling good about themselves, that's when things start to fall apart. And I don't know what it is. You can chalk it up to youth, whatever. But this is the team that Mike has recruited. Now, do I think this is Mike's last year? No, I don't. I don't think that that game or any one game or one season necessarily is going to define, you know, what his job status is. I mean, you look at the scope of what Anderson has done at Arkansas the last two years before this year, he went to the NCAA tournament, missed a year, went to the went to the NCAA tournament again. Now, next year, can they miss the NCAA tournament? I don't think so. I don't think so. I think they got to get to the NCAA tournament. And I think a lot of fans do something that athletic directors do differently, and that is uh, they look ahead and they project what's going to happen. You know, you can almost say two years in a row without going to the NCAA tournament. I know that's what fans think, and it's, athletic directors don't look at that at things that way. Mike will get a chance to get this thing built back up. He's got to get a big man. They're going to lose Daniel Gafford. I think that's obvious. Now, we'll see what happens with post postseason play, but that wasn't obviously Daniel Gafford's best game to go out on. Six and nine. I mean, as a team, they shot 17 of 46 from the floor, 37%. That's just not going to get it done. Florida only shot 38%. I mean, so they got to get a big man. This is the guy. I mean, there's several other guys out there that they've offered. There's not a Daniel Gafford out there, but Raymond Hawkins went to the same high school uh, as Reggie Chaney, so they have an in there. So this is when anybody asks, like, who are they recruiting for big man? I mean, this is a, this is a guy. He's a 93 ranking overall four-star top 100 player on 27, 24-7 sports. Raymond Hawkins, that's, that's your guy right there. So um, let's get to a few questions. I want to also touch on some spring football. We've got spring football stuff to discuss, obviously, uh, but I know people are, are coming right off this basketball game. I haven't done a post-game reaction for basketball like this before. Usually it's walking out of the arena. But like I said, I didn't go to the game. 
just because I felt like Brian Burrow does here. Typical, MA loses again to a younger coach who has been at his current job less than Mike Anderson. Now, it's not like Mike White is setting the world on fire. You know, he hasn't been. They lost three in a row right before this. So, uh, you have up and down seasons, and that's not the complaint here. The complaint is uh, I look at, you know, you look at where things are headed for next year. Because my opinion, Arkansas should be going to the NCAA tournament every three or four years where the program is right now, what is invested in the program, okay? That's my opinion on it. People may have a different opinion, but I think Arkansas invests enough. The fan support is there. The the facilities are there. I mean, they just built that basketball uh, operations center, the, the, the practice facility, and they've improved since it's been there. But, you know, you still got a guy like Kayvon Allen. I'm, you know, watching a little bit of the game right here. You still got a guy like Kayvon Allen who's playing at Florida and not Arkansas. That guy never would have gone to Florida back, you know, in Nolan Richardson's day, Nolan Richardson's days. So, um, now I know things have changed. They've got Scotty Thurman on staff. They've been bringing the in-state guys home. But I'll tell you something that you got to watch out for this Raymond Hawkins kid. And that's Mississippi State. Mississippi State has been on him longer. Arkansas only offered January 5th. They took Reggie Perry from Arkansas, another power forward. Uh, but this guy, that Arkansas does have an end with him. So um, him going to the same school as Reggie Cheney. But there's not a Daniel Gafford on this team. There's not – you don't replace that guy, you know, just out of the gate. They're, they're probably going to have to get two guys. So in addition, if they can get Hawkins, uh, another guy, and they've definitely been in the market for power forward center type players. So let's get to a couple of questions here. They look like they've never seen a basketball game. You know, Robert, I would say early on in the beginning, they actually looked like they were going to get it done. I mean, obviously it, it goes up and down, but they were playing hard. You know, I, th I think they were playing hard early on. I also want to remind everybody to go ahead and like, share, follow, comment. If you haven't done so already, it helps us get our message out there. So subscribe to the channel if you haven't already and, uh, and throw us a thumbs up if you can. Um, let's see. Jason Kilburn says that was pathetic. Mediocre Mike needs to go. I tried to tell you on the message boards, but you picked Florida. <laughs> yeah. Um, a lot of frustrated fans of what I'm seeing right now. When will Arkansas be great again? I mean, it's been a long time. Now, I had an argument with, with Rick Schaefer about the last time Arkansas had a great basketball season, and uh, I said they've had some very good seasons. But really, winning 27 games, that is technically when you consider the scope of Arkansas basketball. Rick is probably right. That's a great season. Um, you know, you also had running into North Carolina in the NCAA tournament, and Arkansas got robbed by the refs. I think most Arkansas fans feel that way that, man, they were up by five, should have been up by seven there at the end, and then, you know, it just it got away from them. But they should have won that game who, you know, North Carolina went and uh, ended up going you know, <laughs> ended up going on and winning the national championship. I also want to remind everybody we're offering – Three months for the price of one right now at hogsports.com. A lot of recruiting stuff going on. Spring football just took a big break. They'll be back on the 24th for a team meeting. But a lot of stuff going on at Hogsports. Buy one month, get two free. It's three months for the price of one. Uh, that's a heck of a deal. It's going to get you through baseball, spring football, and whatever else is remaining with basketball. So just want to make sure I mention that. But, again, throw us a thumbs up if you hadn't already. Um Steve Henderson, Hendo wants to know, over under on a new head coach for next year, Trey? I would say I don't think that's going to happen. I know this was a very disappointing uh, performance for Arkansas to round out the season. Going into the year, everybody knew that they were young. And here's the thing. 
I didn't expect them to make the NCAA tournament. I don't think most people did. But after they started the way they did, everybody was jumping on. There were people predicting 14-1, and one, you know, early on into SEC play until they run into Florida and all this kind of stuff. You know, and it wasn't long ago that they won 14 games. And so I think that got people's hopes up. They dipped, obviously, right around – right before the start of tournament play. Then they came back and started playing well. Then they dipped again, had that six-game losing streak. Then they came back, played Kentucky very well. Um, you know, the Ole Miss game, the last uh, – and uh, Alabama, I think. I, I might have mentioned Ole Miss earlier. But the Alabama game was the last game played very well in that. So, had a little bit of a streak going. And then, just like we've seen, I mean, how many times have they lost in the first round in the NCAA tournament under Mike? It's been a lot. And I know that he had a lot to clean up. And don't misunderstand – I understand that Mike has taken this program to another level from where it was. Okay. He has. John Pelfrey was not a very good basketball coach. He just was not a good basketball coach. I mean, I could tell some stories, but I'm not I'm not going to go down that road right now. But Mike took the basketball program to another level. It's just, is he going to be able to take another step and get it consistently there? And when we look at next year, I think the answer is no right now. Um has he had it up to a good level? Yes. I mean, the Daryl Macon and, uh, you know, those, those years were, were good. I mean, there's no question. Last year, they had a good team. They probably could have used more guard help. So, Lamont Miller says he bets Mike Anderson won't be back next year. Malia, Michael, Mabry, exactly. There's absolutely no reason Gabe should ever shoot a three-pointer ever. Malia, don't get me down this road again. I mean, I, it, it's unbelievable to me. It's unbelievable to me why he is allowed to shoot three-pointers. Work on the offseason if you want to be a three-point shooter. But now, no, you, you shouldn't be doing it. Let's bring up the stats real quick. Let's bring up the stats. Here we go. Those are the numbers for Arkansas this year. Or, excuse me, for the, for the Florida game. Not impressive. Not impressive. Florida's, Florida's numbers aren't that great. The big difference is rebounding. You know, you've got 22 rebounds in the second half to 12. 41 to 26, basically doubled them up. Not quite, but not, offensive boards are 19 to 9. I mean, so it, it's no wonder, and especially when you don't have a big, you know, a big difference in the turnovers, which is where our, you know, Arkansas is used to losing in that area and rebounding. But where they're not – is is turnovers usually they win the turnover battle and if they win rebounding and turnovers then it's almost a lock that arkansas is going to win the game so don't know where they go from here let's see what else we got wayne will wayne willer wilwer says they're going to give him another extension steve says time to move on anthony york says horrible season second half of this game they disappeared they did they completely disappeared you're right i mean what did they have in the second half how many points they had six buckets 22 points in the second half. Barely outdid that in the first half. It was very similar to the first game. Where, I mean, they just out-defended Arkansas. That's what happened. We've got to go get better next year at the point position. You know, I, I, I like Jalen Harris. He's got a lot of good qualities. Uh, shooting the basketball isn't one of them necessarily. If he can become a better shooter, you know, where he's, you know, even in the low 30% range on three-point shooting, then he can be a really good player for Arkansas. He's got the moves. From, I mean, he can handle the ball. He can dish it. He's got a lot of good qualities, but shooting the ball hasn't been one of them. You know, it's kind of like Gabe Osaboy, and he's got some good qualities. Most all of them are on the defensive end. You know, some will say he's a good passer and stuff like that, but most all of his qualities are on the defensive end. I mean, like I said, 0 of 4. I mean, 
three rebounds, 26 minutes of action. That just It just doesn't add up to me. Okay, a lot of comments, not a lot of questions. He's had eight years, Trey. How long does he need? I mean, I agree. And, again, I'm not the kind of person that's going to say this coach should go or something like that based on one year, okay? But when you consider over a span of several years, I don't think that this is a program that should be not going to the NCAA tournament in back-to-back years. I just don't. I think there's too much support, too much the fans are too into it. This is – you know, it's a football school. Don't mistake, it's a football school. I can tell by the analytics, the interest, people, the the stuff that people hit. This is a football school. But Arkansas basketball is a close second. It is a it is. I mean, people people love basketball, especially when this thing is rolling. I mean, you go back to the Nolan Richardson days, obviously, people had a different uh people had a different opinion where their interest lied. Bat- football wasn't really very strong back then. Um Jason Bur- Jones says, build it back up. He's in his eighth season. This shouldn't be a rebuilding year. I agree. But you can have rebuilding years. You can have rebuilding years. The thing is, it's got to look positive on the horizon. You got to be able to look at, you should be able to look at this team and say, okay, they should be, you know, next few years, they should be right back in the thick of it, you know, and then you can have a rebuilding year again. I'm not the kind of guy that says, yeah, this coach had three great years. The first time he has a bad year, fire him. No. That's, that's not the right way to do things. You get yourself into trouble doing that kind of stuff. You allow coaches to have rebuilding years, but not two, not three. I mean, people invest a lot into that, into, into, into going to games and, and supporting a team and stuff. They want to see a team win. And Arkansas is a team that is backed with the resources to do that. Recruiting is key, and we don't see it happening at this point. What am I not seeing? I mean, I like the guys that they just brought in. They just need, they need some help down low. You know, and I think Reggie Chaney is going to be a good player. He's got to continue to work on his shot. Um, but, yeah, I mean, they, they've got to find somebody down low. There's no question about it. I mean, what does this team look like right now without Gabe? Or, excuse me, without Gabe. <laughs> what does this team look like right now without Dan Cafford? I mean, yeah, I give you an idea. You can see next year. Wait around, you'll see. He lost his team. I don't think he lost the team. Michael, uh, you know, there was a point after and, – and I'll, I'll say this. Even after I made that comment, after they lost to Auburn, I was right back there going, you know, they've totally let go. They've, they've lost the team. But I don't think that's necessarily what happened. I think this team has a problem with feeling too good about itself at times. I think that's what happens. Jeff says, let's just keep mediocre, mediocre Mike. Arkansas men's basketball is dead as long as – wow, that's harsh. There's a lot of people that are upset. So a lot of the same kind of comments here. Everybody's mad. Nobody's happy. I wouldn't expect expect anybody to be happy right now. I mean, how can you be? That was a disappointing loss. Mason Jones has to take a huge step in the offseason, says Steve Henderson. I agree. I, I think Mason Jones has a lot of talent. The thing that Mason, I think, could improve on sometimes, I think he lets things get to his head a little bit. You know, you see him asking for a foul every single time, you know, every time something bad's happening, you know. So a little body language stuff he could probably improve on and, and not so much worrying about the referees. I mean, there was a few times where I thought he was fouled, but, you know, get back on defense. Uh, Mason, he's going to have to be a key player for him next year. So he continues to take some steps forward. I think uh, I think that can help. But the ultimate bottom line is they've got to have some help down low. They've got to get better shooters. Certain players need to understand their roles a little better. Chris Beer's not coming here, Mike Osbrooks. 
do I see an NIT? Yeah, I think that's a possibility, Mark. I think they could they could get an NIT bid. Um, I hate the talking of firings and losings, Jaws, but it's time for a change. I think a lot of people feel that way. A lot of people don't. I mean, if you, I'm on several different mediums. I'm on. I'm here on Facebook Live doing video. We're on our message board. You know, obviously you pay attention to social media and all that stuff, um, and radio. You know, radio. There's definitely a difference of, of opinion out there. You'll get one caller defending Mike and one caller, you know, right after him saying he should be fired. So you get a wide range of, of, of takes on radio is what I found. But, you know, on here, it it's pretty negative, you know, in general. I think people are just tired of the up and down, up and down, up and down. Um, but again, I don't think he's going anywhere after this year. I could be totally wrong, but I don't think that's happening. I think he'll get another year to get things back in order. But there's no question he has to get it done next year. There's no question that they need to be dancing next year. And the problem is a lot of fans look at it and they don't see that. But ADs don't look at it that way. All right, let's move on to something else. You guys want to talk some spring football. Uh, if you got some questions about spring football, go ahead and chime in. Arkansas has got a lot of injuries going on right now. Yesterday I was out there. I think they've got like 23 guys either missing practice or injured and stuff like that. I mean, sometimes when a guy's absent, they've got school or something like that. Connor Nolan has baseball, something like that. So um, I think that um, my overall take of spring football I see a different level of buying in in a lot of ways. I mean, you consider all the seniors are gone from last year, okay? So that's a lot of turnover right there. You have 11 newcomers in, including Ben Hicks, who has played under Chad Morris and is very familiar with how they do things. And he's, in a lot of ways, running things out there on field. Um, you've got uh, – let's see, I mentioned the 11 newcomers. And the players that have returned, really, I mean, when you consider those guys – I think a lot of them probably didn't really understand what Arkansas was doing. And it's such a drastic change from what Brett Bielema did at Arkansas. And I, I look at last year's 2-10 and 10 season, and I think that they probably would have won more games under Brett. Now, the thing is, I don't know that they were going to continue to improve. But having played in that you know old system, uh, I think that they would have won more games. So it was a dramatic change there. I think there was probably some pushback for some players. But the attitude that I see out there with spring ball right now, and again, I'm not saying that they're going to go out and win championships, but we're talking about getting back to a bowl game. So when I say things look good or they're doing great here, understand the relevance of that to getting to a bowl game, okay, because that's the next step. But I, I feel like that's there. When I went out there this time last year for spring football, my opinion was – Everything was a little chaotic feeling. It just – and it could have been my newness to it all. It could have been the way the coaches were trying to emphasize hurry, hurry, hurry. But it just felt a little chaotic. And this year I can kind of see it, you know. I can just kind of see the flow going from station to station, the way the players are buying in, the coaches, you know, understanding how Chad wants to do things. Because there were new coaches with Chad last year also. So I get a feel that things are, are starting to turn a little bit. And that happens with coaches. You know, with when Petrino came to Arkansas, there was some pushback initially. There was absolutely pushback initially. They started to buy in. The guy wins. Players didn't like Bobby Petrino. And that's one reason I don't think there was as big a pushback necessarily with Brett. You know, players believed and wanted to play for Brett. They liked him. They didn't like Bobby. So there was a bit of a buy-in there. And then with Chad, you know, you go from a very well-liked coach in Brett Bielema to a guy who's definitely, you know, a player's coach also in a large sense in Chad Morris, but a totally different way of doing things. And so I think there was a bit of a pushback there. And now you've got players returning. In addition to those seniors that are, are no longer with the team, I'm not saying the seniors didn't buy in, but they're no longer with the team. Um, you've had, what, 
25 players who are on the roster, something like that, who are no longer with the team, you know, who had eligibility left, who have decided to transfer out. So that's just since last spring. So a huge flip there when you consider all that. 11 newcomers. And then the players who are coming back are all fighting for jobs. Their second year in the system. You've got a quarterback who's been in the system before. Um, all that stuff, I think, plays well for Arkansas in, in getting back to a bowl game. So let's see if we still got – this guy's worried about, Steve's worried about Cheney leaving. See if we got any questions. Proof is in the pudding. Mike is a great coach, but simply hasn't done very well for Arkansas. I mean, a lot of people, if you look at what he's done, I mean, at UA, he did more at UAB in Missouri than he's done at Arkansas so far. Put that in your pipe. He has. I mean, he went to a Sweet 16 at UAB, went to an Elite Eight at Missouri, left them a 30-plus win team at Missouri the year after he left. Dylan Jackson wants to know, will Connor Nolan play football in the fall or stick in the fall or stick to baseball? Connor will absolutely play football in the fall. There's no question about that. Now, we'll see how things play out throughout his career. You know, if he wins the starting job, uh, then obviously he's going to stick to football. Uh, if it never happens for him, then I could envision a scenario where he sticks with baseball. You know, you, it's a long way down the road. But for right now, he's exploring both both options. He's He's only practiced three of the seven practices so far. So the next practice, he'll actually be able to go out in full pads for the first time. Uh, so, but I mean, it's it's a hindrance to not be able to scrimmage. I think um, you know. So there are some drawbacks to it, but at the same time, he's obviously contributing to the baseball team. But he's on football scholarship. So baseball, at best, what are you going to get a half scholarship? Probably a third scholarship. You know, so you would lose a full ride if you gave up football. So you have to consider that as well. What's up, Miss D. D. Sutton. Adam Switzer, how many games for the football team win this year with the new players? I think we're targeting six. You know, last year I said five and seven. People thought I was crazy last year, by the way, when I said five and seven, predicting them to lose to Colorado State, which I did. Uh, but I think that's more the realm we're talking six, maybe seven this year. I think I just think that they've upgraded the quarterback room a large amount. They've addressed issues on the offensive line. We're talking about having 15 scholarship offensive linemen now that are going to be healthy uh, when the practices start in August. Uh, the quarterback room, when you think about it, you had Cole Kelly, who was very erratic with his throws, kind of a slow wind-up, not fast, um, you know, especially moving side to side. He could bull over a pile, but not very fast. And then Ty Story, who didn't have a very big arm, you know, didn't have the greatest command of the offense, although he was a guy that wasn't really going to get you beat, maybe not going to get it one for you either. You know, had a lot to correct with his throwing motion and things like that. And now you look out there and you got Connor Nolan, who throws a very nice ball. Here's a year older. You got John Stephen Jones, who's a year older. So both of those players are going to be better. They're not freshmen anymore. And then you add Ben Hicks to the mix. Ben Hicks to the mix. So you add him to the mix, and he's a guy that's very well-versed in the offense, has a real command out there, feels like he's been in the program for a number of years. He's been in the system but he feels like he's been out there just by the way he talks to everybody, his body language and stuff out there. And then you're adding Nick Starkle, who's going to provide competition. Way better situation at quarterback. I mean, night and day difference at quarterback. They've addressed issues on the offensive line. They've got a guy that's going to be a playmaker. Trey Knox is going to be a playmaker at Arkansas. He might have like a Marcus Monk type of impact that Monk had his freshman year at Arkansas. I think Monk caught like 50 passes or something his freshman year. Maybe not. A lot. He had a huge impact regardless. But he's going to have an impact like that, I think. Big, strong, fast, physical, upgrade overall at wide receiver. 
having C.J. O'Grady, who's a year older and more mature. He gets a little more mature every year. I think he'd tell you that. And then adding Hudson Henry in the mix. So you've got some weapons on offense. The defense has played well this spring. Uh, the thing that with them is still going to be depth. Are they going to be able to address linebacker? You know, are they going to be able to get a guy like Tron Folsom? Is there a junior college player that's got immediate eligibility that's under the radar? Sometimes you see that with players that, you know, weren't didn't look like they were going to get eligible, but may get eligible. So there's possibilities like that out there. I think the secondary is going to be improved over last year. You know, I really like the young additions that they've added. They're going to be young. They're going to make mistakes, but I see guys that can make plays out there. The question is linebacker. you got to get linebacker addressed. And, uh, uh, you know, defensive end, what kind of production are you going to get out? You can, you know, can you put a little bit more weight on Mateo Soli? I think Soli is the most likely, along with Eric Gregory, to play early. You know, Zach Williams still got a little bit. Of, you can kind of see some freshmen out there kind of feeling his way around a little bit. Great body, great future uh, on, on Zach, but I don't know if he's going to be uh, playing a whole lot next year compared to Gregory and Soli. Soli's got to add weight. I mean, he looks, he looks more like uh, an outside linebacker right now, a hybrid type outside linebacker. So he's got to add some weight. Um, by the way, I don't know. I don't care who are who you are as SEC coach. You should beat North Texas. You should beat North Texas. He beat him at SMU. I mean, just think about that, Hayden. He beat North Texas at SMU. I think all three years, you know, and then got routed by him at Arkansas. Does SMU have better players than Arkansas? You know, so once he gets his guys in, I think that you're going to see um, things turn around for Arkansas. And you know, people compared. Clemson, you know, his first year at Clemson. Clemson had a future NFL running back in Ellington, two future NFL wide receivers, future NFL tight end, future NFL quarterback, Taj Boyd. I mean, they had the weapons right there ready to go. So that's been a big difference. I mean, who are Arkansas's offensive stars? I mean, who off last year's team on offense is going to the NFL? O'Grady maybe, you know, Yelda Froholt's going to the NFL. Who else? It's a good question, Trey. Thank you. Channing Hicks, does Mike get the ax for one more year? I think he gets another year. As much as it looks like a lot of fans don't want to see that. Brian Wharton says, watching from Honolulu, Hawaii, who will be the starting quarterback? It's going to be a great battle. That's the beautiful thing about right now. We don't know who's going to be the starting quarterback. It could be Ben Hicks. It could be Starkle. It could even be Connor Nolan. But that's something that's going to be decided in the fall. But everything changes. Huge difference right now. Arkansas fans claim every season. Claim what? Yuck, I don't want to hear the name Monk after he directed Malik Monk to Kentucky. I hear you, Lance. That was certainly not the uh, not the most beautiful thing that ever happened for Arkansas or, or Monk. But um, nonetheless, he did have a big impact on that 2017. All right, everybody, what else we got here? Jerry Kasinger, is the NCAA ever going to investigate the basketball recruiting scandal? Or are they just going to are they just going to wait for the FBI to get done? I think it's an FBI matter right now, Jerry. But uh, stuff's obviously happening. Uh, it's not the same type of deal, but with uh, it's a I guess a branch off of that whole situation uh, at LSU. So with Will Wade, so I think Will Wade's getting the axe. I mean that doesn't look very good for him. Watching from the university, says Alec Chandler Harrison. What's up, Alec, our intern, resident intern? All right, everybody, let's see how long we've gone here. 31 minutes. 31 minutes. I think we had a good show today. I want to remind everybody to subscribe. If you have not subscribed yet, share this. 
If you got a friend you think might be interested, be sure to share the video, follow, leave your comments down below. Time to give us a thumbs up if you hadn't already. Helps us expand our reach. If you like this kind of content, then, then throw us a thumb up. If you don't, throw me a found face. I don't care. Just interact with the video. All right, everybody. What's up, RJ Hawk? RJ, I played some of your audio earlier. <laughs> You're not going to like it either, uh, RJ. I had to show everybody that I was I actually had a little bit of basketball knowledge and uh, and predicted the up and down thing right before the Auburn game. So uh, sorry about that, RJ. All right, everybody. I want to thank you for joining me. This has been Trey Biddy with Hogsports.com. We'll catch you next time.